You got greedy, Adam Silver. You had both LeBron James and Stephen Curry in the same playoffs, in the same conference, but you got greedy. You needed to get that extra money, that extra viewing time on the channel, but now it is our time to shine. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Hope you guys are having a fantastic time while you're listening to this podcast, and hopefully I can entertain you guys for the next 10 to 15 minutes while it is happening. My name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. So, if you could not tell, my voice is very, very bad, and I'm very, very sick at the moment. Um, so, that's why I didn't have a podcast out yesterday. I was just really struggling. But I have a lot more energy today, uh, but my voice is still bad. But I really wanted to talk about... Um, this game against the Golden State Warriors, and so we're going to see how it goes. Uh, once again, I apologize for the rough voice throughout the entire thing, um, but yeah, content. I have to, I, I gotta do it, and this is a really, really big one, so wasn't going to miss it. The Memphis Grizzlies did indeed beat the Golden State Warriors 117-112 to in an overtime thriller on ESPN last night. The Grizzlies, uh, kept it close in the first quarter but then started to pull away in the second but of course Stephen Curry and the Warriors were going to come back outscoring us in the third and fourth quarter just by a little bit and then obviously we outscored them by five in overtime. All right so now we're going to go ahead and go into some statistics for the Memphis Grizzlies and there's a whole lot of good ones starting off with Kyle Anderson nine points one steal two blocks ten rebounds for him six assists two for seven from the field overall oh for one from three but 5 for 5 from the free throw line. So Anderson able to get it done tonight. You love to see it. Jaron Jackson Jr. with 10 points tonight. One turnover, unfortunately, but he did get two blocks, two rebounds. One for 6 from the field, one for 4 from the 3-point line. But he hit 7 out of his 8 free throw attempts, which is really, really good. He did not play a whole lot of the night because he was in foul trouble the first half, and then the Grizzlies decided not to play him for a majority of the second half because he hadn't been playing well. Um, same with Valen Shoots, we'll get into that in a minute, but Jaron played decent for his performance, he had a, he had a good shot from three, um, and then getting it done from the, from the free throw line, you always just love to see that. Dylan Brooks with 14 points tonight, two steals, three assists, two rebounds for him, and his 45 minutes of action, which we did, we did go into overtime, so, I mean, it's a little bit better, but seven for 22 from the field overall, 0 for four from three. Um, he had a rough night offensively, but he played excellent, excellent defense. This is one of the best defensive performances I've seen from Dylan Brooks, maybe even a, a player all season. He Curry did go off, but Stephen Curry, that's what he's going to do. But they, but he forced this team into some bad shots, and Curry shot 13 for 28 um, from the field. He, and so, yeah, he, he, he guarded uh, Wiggins some as well tonight. And so Dylan Brooks did a great job tonight, uh, just keeping... just. Not doing great offensively, but doing what we love him to do best. Playing excellent defense and get in other people's heads. And he did that tonight. Talking about Valanciunas now, he was in foul trouble for a majority of the game. And he did end up fouling out before uh, before the overtime. And so that was the thing I was nervous about. But he he just, first of all, the referees did, an, once again, not a great job this game. I mean... We won the game, so I'm not really going to talk about it very much, but like we got snubbed on a whole lot of things, especially with Valanciunas. Valanciunas was being absolutely crowded in the, in the paint, fouled every which way, 
and yeah, they, they he only went to the free throw line twice, and so that's not great. He had nine points tonight, which is not great, but he had three assists and 12 rebounds, a majority of those in that second half, uh, and I think in the third and fourth quarter, he started to step it up, with playing only 26 minutes. Once again, he was also in foul trouble, getting the most ridiculous calls. Shot 50% from the field and hitting a three and two for four from the free throw line. But Valanciunas, he was not happy. He was he was really angry with how everything was happening. And so I don't feel bad. I mean, I I, I don't I don't. Uh, what am I trying to say? I understand. I I, I understand. I don't uh, think that he shouldn't feel this way. I completely understand how he's feeling, and he and he should feel how he is feeling, just because of the fact that he was just disrespected all night long. Even then, the the uh, commentators on ESPN were saying that, like, oh, Valanciunas, some questionable no calls there, and yeah, so, sorry Valanciunas, it's, it's gonna happen, but you did a great job tonight getting up 12 rebounds, uh, and really getting some great rebounds coming in clutch, so, congratulations to you. John Morant stepping up tonight, there were several things that I said needed to happen, and this was one of them, 35 points tonight, 4 steals, 6 assists, 6 rebounds, he made more 3-pointers than Stephen Curry did, that's, that is... Okay, that's actually not true. Okay, never mind. I don't know why I have this written in my script. He he shot one less three pointer than Stephen Curry did, but he shot he, he shot more efficiently. That's what that's what I was try, trying to mean. Yeah, he shot more efficiently from three. Fifty percent, five for ten. Morant shot thirty percent in the in the um thirty percent uh during the regular season from three, but fifty percent tonight shooting ten. Sorry, yeah, shooting ten. That's really gosh darn good. And so Morant. Just an absolutely fantastic basketball on the night. 14 for 29 shooting. Came in clutch and ended up getting, giving, giving us the win. Um, and, so, and yeah, just making it pushing us, pushing out of reach. But speaking of people pushing out of reach, uh, the bench did that. But John Morant was definitely a driving force. And yeah, he deserves a whole lot of credit. Talking at the bench tonight, Xavier Tillman played absolutely great basketball tonight. This was one of the best performances he's played. And it was really, really silent, though. He only had 11 points, one balk, three steals, one assist, seven rebounds. But he hit threes tonight when it mattered. Two for three from three tonight. And he was getting a whole lot of love on ESPN. This is, this is a rookie. John Morant passed him the ball whenever Morant could have done an acrobatic layup and try to draw a foul. No, he passed it out of the paint to give it to Tillman in overtime. And Tillman did not... Did not disappoint. He played absolutely great basketball tonight. 23 minutes. We needed that because Valanciunas uh, struggled tonight with. I mean, he struggled with the referees and not getting calls. But just tonight is overall. Valanciunas played 26 minutes. Tillman played 23. And this is what I was like. Okay, Tillman needs to step up because Valanciunas got three early fouls, and I'm like, okay, Tillman, you got to do it. And he absolutely did it. And so Xavier Tillman. Like, probably, like, he was he was the hero of the fourth quarter along with, sorry, of overtime, along with one other man, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Xavier Tillman, great job tonight. That, that was that was one of the best performances I've seen by you in a long time, and you're, you don't disappoint. You don't disappoint, and I just I just love that. Tyus Jones with seven minutes tonight with just two points, uh, all of them being free throws, not put in a whole lot. So, quiet night for Tyus Jones. And then Grayson Allen, the other guy who sealed the deal for us, 12 points tonight for him. Four for five from the three-point line. This is Grayson Allen that I missed first points uh, in a while because he was injured for a while and then he didn't play much in the last game. But yeah, 12 points for him tonight. Four steals, one assist, and four rebounds. Great game for Grayson Allen tonight. Hit a, hit a, he hit two threes at the start of, of overtime, and that really just set the tone for overtime. And so Grayson Allen, once again, coming up clutch. You love to see it. And, uh, Desmond Bain is another man I'll mention because he ended up getting... 
uh, the game-winning dunk and the like th- the last points of the game, uh, drawing the foul off the dunk with the Warriors' poor defense. Ten points for him tonight, two assists, four rebounds, three for nine from the field overall, one for five from three, three for three from the free throw line. And finally, D'Anthony Melton playing just ten minutes with five points tonight, two for three from the field, missing one of his two three-point attempts. So the Grizzlies, as a team, started out really, really hot, but then fell off. Then we fell to 40%, which is not terrible. 42% from three, though. This is really good. We shot fit. We shot 35 shots from three, made 15 of them. And that's what I said. We need to contest the three-point contest against Golden State because that's what Golden State does, and that is what we did tonight. We scored more. For, for, uh, we scored more three-pointers than they did, and that is just something that I love. Not only that, we we got 84% from the free throw line, uh, shooting 26, missing four of them, and so only people who missed one were Xavier Tillman missed one, Valanciunas missed one, and then Jaron Jackson Jr. missed one, but. Once again, not bad. And so, yeah, field, uh, free throw percentage is, what we, is, that, is something else I talked about we needed to do, and we absolutely did it tonight. 84%, that's the best it's been in a long time. Grizzlies decided not to play Winslow, Clark, Tilly, Conchar, or Frazier in this match. It's understandable. I'm kind of surprised we didn't play Clark, but it is what it is. 47 rebounds for the Grizzlies tonight, getting it back on track, and 22 assists. A little bit low, but we got the win tonight nonetheless. 14 steals. This was a really big one. Uh, San, uh, sorry, Golden State played, did not play, they were just played sloppy. Um, tonight they got a whole lot of turnovers, but we were able to force a whole bunch of them um, in 14 steals for us. Six blocks for us as well, but in 13 turnovers. Like I said, we had uh, significantly less turnovers than they did. Um, but yeah, 13 is not bad, and 117, we will take that every day of the week. And so, as the stats, Grizzlies played absolutely great basketball tonight, um, and yeah, defense showed up as well. And John Morant, what can I say, 35, it speaks for itself. Looking at the Warriors now, Draymond Green, who needed to score because they did not against the Los Angeles Lakers, with 11 points tonight, 10 assists, 16 rebounds. That's a triple-double for Draymond Green. He ended up did getting, the, uh, he ended up did missing the game-winner floater, um, which is good, which I was like, okay, if he had hit that, I would have been really upset, but he missed it. One steal, one block, six turnovers for Draymond um, and getting a pretty, he like, he probably, he probably got a flagrant foul on John Morant, but he, he caught him and kind of patted him up and kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do this, but I feel like they should have called a flagrant foul, but it is what it is. Five for 11 from the field overall, one for three, sorry, one for one from three. Kent Bazemore, 10 points tonight, two assists, two steals, four rebounds, four for 12 from the field overall, one for five from three. He had, he, he was owning the paint. He had played great basketball in the paint. Uh, especially with Valanciunas not being much of a threat tonight. Andrew Wiggins playing 44 minutes, got 22 tonight, but he had some, it was a rough game for him. I mean, he he had 22, which is the second most by a Warrior tonight, but he missed some really bad shots. Like, he took shots he should not have been taking, and yeah, 22 is probably, he could have had a whole lot more than 22. He shot 22 shots, making 10 of them, one for four from three, and yeah, he did get the double-double with 10 rebounds, but two assists, two blocks, Two turnovers for him. Andrew Wiggins, he ugh, it was it was it was kind of an ugly night for him. Uh, minus eight, by the way, when he was on the court. Kavon Looney once again was able to take advantage of not Valanciunas not being there, playing good defense. Three points for him tonight. Three assists, one steal, four rebounds, hitting his only shot taken, and yeah, he he had a free throw and missed one as well. Finally, Stephen Curry with 39 points tonight, three steals for him, but seven turnovers. I just want to say that seven seven turnovers. One of them ended like. Him and uh, Jordan Poole, which I'll mention in a minute, uh, turnover of the ball, uh, 
that that ended up costing them the game. And so, yeah, seven turnovers for him tonight. Three steals, five assists, four rebounds for him. 13 for 28 shooting, six for 15 from three, hitting all seven of his free throw attempts. And finally, the only person I'll mention, because that's really all that did, Jordan Poole tonight with 19 points, four assists, three rebounds tonight. Sorry, six for 11 from the field overall, three for five from three, four for four from the free throw line, and ended up getting a block. But he did turn over the ball once, which ended up making the Warriors' situation a lot harder to come back from. And so... The Warriors, they, they played their starters a whole lot. Uh, they only had three people off the bench. Uh, Juan Toscano Anderson played 32, Molnar played 9, and Poole played 38. And Molnar and Toscano Anderson combined for 8 points total. So, yeah. They did not play Eric Pascal, Jordan Bell, Gary Payton II, Damian Lee, and a couple of other guys. Um, and so, yeah, they just they, they have depth. They just didn't use it tonight. The Warriors as a team shot 44% from the field overall, 35% from three, and 80% from the free throw line. So Grizzlies did better in a whole lot of those categories. So that's something that we that's something that, that stands out for us, especially in, in a playoff win or go home game. 48 rebounds for them tonight, 30 assists. They did get they did do better than us in those two areas. Seven steals, seven blocks, but 21 turnovers and 112 points. So the Warriors were just sloppy tonight. They did not look like the superior basketball team. They were going to come back. That's what Golden State does. Correction, that's what Stephen Curry does. They were going to come back. The the Grizzlies' lead, I think, was like 11 at one point, and then they led it by two. They kept coming They kept coming back within two uh, and actually taking the lead a little bit in the third and fourth quarters. But, yeah, the Grizzlies played great defense tonight, and we, we did the things that I, needed to, that I needed them to do. We scored. Our bench played absolutely fantastic tonight, and some of those players even won us the game. Uh, we hit our free throws, and we and John Morant took over tonight. And so those things are the recipe for success, especially 21 turnovers off of uh, 21 turnovers for the Golden State Warriors. You're going to lose basketball games if you limit your possessions. And Golden State, they definitely did that tonight. So Golden State season is over now. Uh, they were they're going to be looking to um, maybe address some things, but like you, Clay Thompson's coming back, James Wiseman coming back. I don't really know. If there's really think anything that you should do. Um, yeah, we'll see. They do have a draft pick from the Timberwolves, I think, so that should be interesting. Uh, but yeah, Grizzlies, a great showing tonight, and we've earned our playoff spot, and I really do think that we earned it. Because I did get sick, uh, yesterday and still today, I was not able to talk about the other teams, and by the way, I missed every single one of my predictions. Uh, I, I did. Um, but I did get right that the Grizzlies made the playoffs, so... There's that, and I did get it right that Washington did make the playoffs. So, just just so you know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just talk about um, Philadelphia is one, Brooklyn is two, Milwaukee is three, New York is four, Atlanta is five, Miami is six, Boston is seven, and Washington is eight in the Eastern Conference. And then Utah is one, Phoenix is two, Denver is three, Lakers sorry Clippers are four, Dallas is five. Portland is six, Lakers are seven, and your Memphis Grizzlies are sitting at the eighth spot for the first time since 2017. So this was really, really exciting. Uh, I, I was going to put out two today, but I'm just listening back to the audio. My, my voice is really, really bad. Um, just to give my predictions on how the playoffs are going to go. Uh, or sorry, like the first round will go. And so, but I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to have to happen tomorrow. Uh, when af- after the first games are over, which is really unfortunate because I wanted it because it'll be a little bit of bias and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll talk a little bit about those games. 
Um, but I'll just go over the thing. I'll go over what is going to happen. Philadelphia will play Washington. Brooklyn will play the Celtics. Milwaukee will play the Heat, which is going to be a really good series. And finally, the Knicks are going to play the Hawks. So those games should be interesting. Utah will play the Memphis Grizzlies. Phoenix will play the Los Angeles Lakers. Denver will play the Portland Trailblazers. And the Clippers will play the Dallas Mavericks. All seven-game series. First to four wins. I don't need to explain that because you probably already know that. But it's that that it is what it is. And so... What is interesting about this is because is just yeah I mean we're we're in playoff time I guess it's not really interesting we're in playoff time I love this time of year and it, I think true colors will start to come out like and I and I'll, tomorrow I'll address which games I think which series I think will be upsets and how many games that they'll they'll take them to like can the Grizzlies beat the Jazz and how many games will that series be um, we'll talk about all of that tomorrow but yeah so so sorry I got sick I was really I had a schedule uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, I just had a schedule, but yeah, I just got really, really sick, and I am still sick right now. Um, obviously, if, if if not, if you can't tell, then uh, I guess it's a good thing. But anyway, this should be a really, really fun playoffs. I could see. I I really don't know who's gonna win the championship. I think I'm gonna have to take it game by game. Uh, I really think a whole bunch of these teams in the Eastern Conference and in the Western Conference could do it. Uh, but yeah, first of all, the Lakers are the seven seed, and they're projected to beat the two seeded Phoenix Suns. Like that's like the that's like the odds. So. Props to them. Props to them. But that is going to do it for me today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys absolutely did enjoy it. If you want to hear more fantastic music like the music you hear beginning and each and every end of the podcast, go check out Harley Genius on YouTube. Puts out some great music, so stop by and give it a try if you have not already. Tomorrow, I will have a podcast, like I said, talking about uh, each of the series of round one in depth and predicting, though, once again, really off. I'm off to a bad start for predicting in my podcasting career. Um, but yeah, we're going to try to predict those, some of those games and see hey, how many games I think the series will go to either way. So that's, that should be a fun episode. I am looking forward to that. I'm going to have to do a lot of brainstorming and thinking before I uh, put that up podcast out. Um, just, yeah, making sure I'm pretty confident in those, but yeah, exam week for me is starting. So, uh, I might, I'm just going to give a warning that I might, there might be some days where I don't post podcasts, but like whenever the Grizzlies play, I will definitely make it an effort to post them out. Just some of those off days. I don't really know. I just want to make sure I get good for I get good grades for exams, so my future will be good, and I can continue doing this. So, that's information you didn't need to know. So hopefully, you can look forward to that episode tomorrow. Um, if you'd like to continue to support me, which would make me very happy, I we're getting some new listeners. Like they're coming in every day. Really appreciate that. Um, and if you are new, welcome. This is not how I normally am. I'm normally well. I don't get sick very often. But you can check out the links at the description below to find all kinds of stuff. My YouTube's down there. My website. Uh, other places to listen to podcasts. The website's pretty cool. Uh, I spent some time on it, so if you want to look at that, that would be nice. Uh, and yeah, that's about it for me today. Finally, I hope your team is absolutely fantastic in the rest of the NBA season. I really do. Playoff time, I'll be rooting for you. Unless they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Until next time, my name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Later.